All right. So that's a that's a good word already, man. Sometimes God just comes in worship and he just does things. I love it when he asks you to do things. You're like, well, that looks silly. And God's like, really? I could ask you to be David and dance in your underwear. I said, no, I'm God. I'm good. I got this. I'll do whatever you ask, right? You know? So that's sometimes when I think about that, I'm like, he asked David to dance his underwear. So, you know, if he tells me to lift my hands, to dance around, to just get in the presence with him and have joy, I'm going to do it because I am not going in my skivvies, okay? <laughs> so it's so different with this. I feel like a singer if I could sing. I can sing. It's just, I can rap. You guys know I'm, well, most people are here that were there, but you, yeah, yeah. It's okay. I could still skip. I get pretty scary. Matt doesn't know, but my secret skill is rapping. Um, I rap all the time. I rap with the preschool. I rap in my sleep. I make raps about everything. I'm pretty good, but I try to keep it on the demo so that, you know, people won't be chasing me too much. But no. If you want me to rap for you, I will. We just can't let Mr. Richards know because he doesn't like it when I rap. It's too powerful. It's too powerful. <laughs> so um, we were talking the last few weeks about the peace of the Lord and to know how to move, when to move, you know, if you're supposed to take a job, um, all of these things that knowing how when to move because God's peace is there. His peace is always on us, and when the peace moves, we move with it. Um, so today I'm going to talk about our secret place. We've kind of, especially in America, we've kind of went away from having a secret place because we are always busy. You know, the opposite of peace and rest is busyness. I even talk to people and they're like, I'm just so busy. I'm so busy. How many of you guys probably say that at least a couple times a week, if not a couple times a day? I'm just so busy. Um, you know, because busyness, obviously, um, our lives cannot possibly be silly or trivial or meaningless as long as we are really busy. You know, if we're completely booked in every hour of every day, that must mean we're important, right? That's what we start getting to. Like, man, look how important I am. I'm running here, and I'm thinking, mm, it's not really that important. <laughs> um, but we need time to take a rest, you know, sometimes you guys ever like, okay, I have three more days of work and like I'm sleeping in and then the day you sleep in, the dog comes and is like, I need to get up. You need to get up now and take me to the bathroom. And you're like, this is my day. Come on. Or the kids, you know, you're like, I feel like someone's watching me, especially when they're little. Those of you who don't have kids that are coming, like they have this thing where like they stand at your bed and they say nothing and their eyes are right with your eyes. And then you're like, I feel like something's watching me and you turn over and they're there. So, yeah. So we need this time to rest. I am getting better at it. I used to be really, really horrible at it. I never rested ever. Like if I rested, I felt guilty for resting. So then I would do more. Like I couldn't rest. Like I don't even, I'm, I'm just getting to where I sleep now. Like I'd be like, when the kids were little, I'd be like, oh, I'm sleeping. You know, a pin drops, and I'm like, up, I'm running out there, like, what's going on? You know, I ne- Matt's like, I don't think you sleep. I think you just close your eyes and never sleep. I don't think your body ever actually sleeps. It just goes into, you know, 
a restful state, but it, um, but we need that rest. We know when we, if you don't sleep after nine o'clock, things just get crazy. You know, you start rapping about the Fresh Prince of Bel Air, whatever. <laughs> Got it in there. If you guys want to hear that one, it's pretty good. I'm getting good at it. Um, but we need that time. God gave us a time to rest. You know, He rested. Um, God, our Creator, heaven of earth, um, it said He rested. Do you think He was tired? Do you think He rested because He was tired? No, He doesn't. Just like our spirits, they don't need. You know, He rested. He said, "You know what? I am going to enjoy, and you know, look upon what I've created." The Lord rested. Jesus rested so many times, you know, sometimes it was on a boat in a storm, whatever, but he rested. If they're resting, we need to follow suit. If we're to be like Christ and he did that, then that's something we need to do. Um, first Peter three, four, this is the amplified. It says, but let it be the inner beauty of the hidden person of the heart with the imperishable quality and unfading charm of a gentle and peaceful spirit, one that is calm and self-controlled, not over-anxious, but serene and spiritually mature, which is very precious in the sight of God. He's saying, wow, gentle and a peaceful spirit. God wants us to work on the inner self and create a gentle, peaceful spirit. If inside, you know, um, I do massage, okay? I've done it for, how old is Layla? 13 years, okay. <laughs> Help me out, people. So, and I always, I can look at people. So, I look at people and I'm like, oh, they're a shoulder person. Shoulder people are easy. If you hold your tension here, immediately, I know that, you know, I know you have anxiety, you aren't hiding it. But we need to have the peace inside of us. But you have, I call it the gluteus maximus people. They look really cool and collected, like everything's together. You get into those glute muscles and you're like, whoa, you are really have anxiety issues. <laughs> so sometimes it's hidden. God's saying um, he wants us to work on the inner self, creating that gentle and peaceful spirit. You know, in there said, not over anxious, you know, but there is that calmness, that self-control. And a gentle spirit is not something we can cultivate on the go. If you're like, come on, let's go. We got to go here. We got to go here. I don't know if I can make time for you. You know, my calendar's so full. You can't even get together with people. You can't take a time out. You know, you're over, you're over, underestimating the time it takes to do something, all of this. You're not going to create a quiet, gentle spirit in that type of atmosphere. What does that create? That's why you all come with cups of coffee. Because you're like, I can't get going on my own. I, you know, we start doing that. We, we start trying to keep going, keep going. And God's like, okay, I gave you time to rest. You're trying to drink Red Bull. You're doing all this stuff to, to wake yourself up. Just take a rest for a minute. You know, it can't be cultivated that on the go, never stopping, just go, go, go. That spirit is not going to be produced in that atmosphere. If you're trampling the garden, nothing's going to grow. That one was free. So we need to slow down and kind of downsize and only take on what God places in our life for us to take on. I'm getting way better at this, which is hard because I used to just be like, yes to everybody. Yes, yes, I will. And then I get there and I'm thinking, why am I doing this? I hate this. 
this is making me, you know, angry or hangry or whatever, you know, like I need to eat food to keep going and then I eat chocolate because I really hate being here and it just makes me, you know, or why am I doing this? It's overwhelming. I don't have time. Um, but so many times we get this, I got to do more. I got to do more. My kid's got to be in everything. Your kid is probably not going to be a star athlete. Not, you know, not too mean, but you know, that's like 1%. And if they are awesome, um, but we get going and we do this and we got to be here and we got to work all these jobs and, you know, we're doing this and this and this and this. And he's saying, what are you cultivating? Slow down. Take on what I asked you to take on. Don't just be like, well, I can do what God says plus this. I can do what God says and these things. And this may be a really big shocker. Hold on to your seats. But do you guys know the world will not stop? If you're not doing all of these things, you are not the person that's spinning all the plates, making sure they're all going. They are not going to come crashing to the floor if you take a moment to rest. I know that's a shocker, but the world does not stop spinning just because we take a rest. You know, we like to go on vacation with the Lord. You know, here it's awesome. When we come on Sunday morning, we get to dance around. We just get to be in his presence. Like, this is awesome. I love being with you, Lord. I like just worshiping you. You know, we like to go on vacation with the Lord. It's great. I'm going to go to this retreat and all of this kind of fun stuff. And um, But we rarely go on a retreat with the Lord. One is amusement. You get to connect with people. You get to do, do, do. You get to do this event, that event. It's fun. It's awesome. And then when you're done with an event, well, how do you feel? Like when you get back from vacation, you're like, I'm just going to throw this laundry away. I'm not even going to do it. We're buying new clothes. Everybody gets new clothes because <laughs> I am not doing this laundry. Yeah. And it's like, but God said, no, no, I don't want you to go. I want you to take a retreat with me. Where you come in, someone does the laundry for you. That's a real, that's a real vacation. Just to pay somebody to come in your house and do laundry. You guys, I think I have an issue with laundry. (laughs) You know, you know that feeling like it's the never ending thing. It keeps you busy. You're like, oh, I got every piece of laundry done and someone comes up. I spilt something. I don't care. Lick it up. I don't, we're not using a towel. No showers. Nobody better touch the laundry. Don't you get those clothes dirty? They have to last you all month. You know, (laughs) that's how we feel because it's this busyness. But he's saying, when you go on a retreat with me, I'm going to offer you rest. I'm going to offer you restoration. You know, all these things. We all know we need a rest after vacation. Oh, yeah, we do. My kids want to go to Disney World sometime. And I'm thinking, when can I have two weeks off? So we can go on vacation and then I can rest from the vacation. (laughs) Um, You know, don't get so busy doing church that you forget to spend time in his presence. Matthew 11, 28 says, Come to me, all who are weary and heavily burdened by religious rituals and providence that have no peace. I will give you rest. I will refresh your soul with salvation. I'm using the Amplified today because I feel really wordy. Um, But he's saying, hey, do you feel like you need some rest? 
come be in my presence. I'm just going to restore you. There's nothing you have to do. You know, um, Jesus withdrew to be alone with the Lord. He did that quite often. He did it at times when people are like, where are you going? I have 5,000 people plus, you know, men plus families here. And you're going to be like, yeah, feed them. I got to go rest, you know. And he, he did that to gain insight. We know that he prayed. He did it during hard emotional times. I don't think when he was in the garden, you know, when he was like, Lord, if this, you know, cup can pass from me, I'm pretty sure he was, he was like sweating blood. I'm pretty sure he's like, Lord, Lord, you know, he was probably crying emotion. He was so emotional that he's, you know, Lord, if this cup can take from me, please just, oh, just show me any other way. I'm pretty sure it was emotional time. You know, it wasn't just how we think that it's just this peaceful swing. You know, I'm pretty sure, you know, blood from your, you know, that, those emotional times, he's like, I need to be with the Lord because people are not going to get that. They are not going to get what's going on. And God's like, you know, God gave him peace in that. Even knowing, I couldn't imagine, like, have you ever, like when you go to get a shot, it really doesn't hurt that bad, but you're like, you know it's coming, so you make it worse. Like, if my daughter, like, forever, she was, like, crying, like, freaking out, like, I'm not getting this shot, and I'm not. And when she got it, she's like, that wasn't even bad. You know, it's kind of like that with the Lord. Like, when you know something's coming, then the Lord can give you that peace. So he knew that that was coming, and he was able to walk in peace. You know, he even put the soldier's ear back on when Peter got all crazy, like, I will fight for you. He's like, simmer down, grab a Snickers. It's okay, Peter, okay? Here, let me put your ear back. You need both of them. They look better together. Hold your glasses on. So, you know, he also wanted to enjoy companionship with God just to be refreshed. You know, we know we need to know when to engage in our lives and when to withdraw. And peace can be that guide. If there is no peace, if you are over anxious, if you are feeling like I'm missing, this is something I always does when I re- when I start realizing I'm missing out on God moments in my life, in the lives of people around me. I'm too busy. When I can't stop and be like, "Whoa, the Lord wants me to do something here." I was in the store yesterday, and I totally missed the ball. Like, I kept trying to find this thing, and these two ladies were standing talking everywhere I went. And I have, oh, i got to go around this way. And, and after I left, the Lord's like, I put them in your path multiple times. And I was like, oh, but I need to go make a pumpkin um, veggie tray for Lana's party. And that's all I could think of. Where's the napkins? I got to get these napkins. And, and I'm moving around. I'm like, oh, Ed's moved the napkins. Where are they? Where's the napkins? And there was nobody to ask. And I'm going around all I could think. And, and I kept seeing these ladies and I'm like, Lord, you know, and I'm like, okay, no, no, no. They're talking to each other. They're fine. I got to find these napkins, you know, and I'm going around, I'm going around and I get into my car and I'm like, ah, you know, I get my heated seat on and the Lord's like, yeah. Those ladies needed a word today. And I was like, oh, man. I let the busyness of what I was doing. I still had time. I got home and I did everything. And I'm thinking, I'm going to sit on Facebook for 15 minutes. I'm like, oh, there's my 15 minutes that you gave me. You know? But when to that peace is that guide. When we're so busy, we miss it. And it's like, whoa. 
you are too busy, there are times where it's like, I got to get these things done. And the Lord says, no, you're going to stop and you're going to go and you're going to be with this person or you're going to do this or things like that because that's what's going to be life-changing. You know? And getting time alone with the Lord. That secret place is, I need to be alone with you, Lord. It's easy to be, you know, all about God here and dancing and singing, you know. But sometimes it's hard to really find that time to be alone with the Lord because we've filled our lives up so much. We can't be alone. i got to have someone come over because I'm by myself for five minutes. Oh, my gosh, it's quiet in here. I better turn on the radio, the TV, and be on my tablet. You know, can't be waiting to hear what the Lord says to me. (laughs) He might not like it. You know, and it's like, no, take time, the Lord, and be in his presence. Um, a few days ago, I was sitting with a friend, um, just sitting there, and he was sleeping and um, uh, watching over him, and, and the Lord just gave me this word, and he's just, as I'm sitting there, I'm like, whoa, how much, I said, like an hour, in an hour, the Lord spoke so many things and changed so many directions in my life in one hour and I was just sitting there there was no TV I didn't even have a light on at first and I thought well that might scare someone if they walk in here and I'm like hi you know I'm sitting in the dark is that creepy you know so I clicked a little light on but I thought I'm sitting in the dark you know I'm just sitting here and the Lord's just having me watch things and he's just speaking to me and I'm like wow and I'm just I'm just praying and the Lord's like you know really he gave me this whole word there so that's what you get in the rest you get refreshed. You get something new. That time alone with the Lord. Find that. It doesn't have to be that this time, exact day, everything. But just get that time alone with the Lord. You know, the world will not stop if you rest. It will keep spinning, like I said. You know? And Jesus, he took rest. In Luke five sixteen, it says, Jesus himself would often slip away into the wilderness and pray. He went to the wilderness because you know what's not in the wilderness? People wilderness is in the wilderness you know there's not people you know also chiming in i think god said this you know and sometimes we need direction that's okay but sometimes we just need to listen to the lord and jesus you know he sat in the synagogues and he listened to um them read the word of the lord and things like that and he was around people and did all that but then other times he said you know i just need to be with the lord Take a moment to step away from the busyness that runs our lives. I was looking at things, and I, and I was like, wow, that's kind of kept me really busy. I didn't even realize. I look up, and I say, wow, my life has gotten so busy again. I cut some things out, but it's like constantly. I have to, I have to be a good steward of my time because it's easily taken away. I have to really focus when I say steward because Matt said I used to say steward, like Stuart Little. So that's why he's laughing. So steward of my time. Um, where am I at? So God gave us this time of rest called the Sabbath, right? So he, in the Old Testament, it was a command. You must rest on Sunday. You weren't supposed to work. You weren't supposed to do anything. You know, he gave that command. He didn't do it because he's like, I want to make sure you get nothing done, so on Monday you're more stressed. No, he didn't do that. He gave us the Sabbath 
because God so he want he is so compassionate to us that he said I know what I created you for and I know you need time with me you need time to rest relax be in my presence and I'm going to I'm going to minister to you I'm going to speak to you but what did we do uh we quickly made it a game of rules and regulations totally missed the point we're like hey it's the sabbath you know um so a couple years ago i was at daniel's and on a sunday and i i was talking to this waitress and i said man i bet you hate these sunday people they're crazy aren't they and she's like to tell you the truth because i kind of knew her and i said aren't we horrible (laughs) you know she's probably looking at me like is she baiting me i said yeah you know so um I said, isn't it? She's like, yeah, it's, she said, everybody dreads working in a restaurant on a Sunday. I said, I bet you do. She said, I had this, and I said, what, what do you hate the most? I said, the tip. She said, oh, that's not even the worst. She said, I had a man come from church, you know, dressed in a suit, and he began to berate me about working on Sunday and how ungodly I am to work on Sunday. And she said, all I want to say is, you're eating here. What do you, who do you think's going to serve your food? You know, but began to tell her how ungodly and unholy and that she should take this day, um, to rest. And I look at, that's what we've done with the Sabbath. Let's make it rules and regulations so it's scary to people. So then they're, you know, always afraid to rest because there's always these, or they feel like they can never do anything and they're trying to, you know, I got to make sure I don't work on Sundays and I better not pick up my yard. You know, there are some, some that have put so many boundaries around that, that you can like literally do nothing. You can't cook a meal. And I'm thinking, do you just like leave your children to like run amok on that day? I'm not sure what's happening. But um, when I heard that story, it just really got to me like, wow, that is how we went to rules and regulations. And God said, no, I gave you this as a gift. I want you to rest in me. I want you to get refreshed. I want you, you know, to get a download of new information. I want you to have new insight for your week ahead, your month ahead, you know. And and so if you work on Sunday, it's okay. Guess what? As we saw what Jesus did, the secret place can be anywhere at any time. Just get alone with the Lord. I worked a lot of Sundays. You know what? We do church. Believe me. Worked every Sunday of my life. I was raised Catholic. And you are there every week. You know? Everyone else is like, yeah, I got to sleep in. I'm like, yeah, I did not. We also went to midnight mass and all these things. You'd be like five years old. You stay up till midnight. We're going to midnight mass. And it was started at midnight. And you would be going out, you know. Nowadays, people would be like, you're dragging your kid out at midnight. But that was that was okay, you know. Um, but I know something. So, like, you were there all the time. It was work. Because you had to set things up. You had to tear things down. You know, my mom was the flower committee. So you had to, like, you never had old flowers on there. Every week you had to go. And my mom, in the summer, she would... She would be like, get out of the car, go get those flowers. Like we'd be driving down the road and like, so I knew what every weed was. My mom's like, go get me that baby's breath. You know, she, we'd be jumping out of the van, have scissors. We're like the only people that carried a jug of water and scissors in our car all the time, you know, and then my mom would arrange it and she does a beautiful job. She learned it from my grandma who was 
phenomenal at it. But you worked, you know. But people wouldn't say anything because you're working for the Lord, you know. But I'm like, but if I have to go by your rules and regulations, ain't I working? You know. So he's saying, just take that time. It doesn't have to be, I gave you that specific because they needed it because they didn't know how to without it. So he's saying, hey, find time away from, away from the busyness, get into the wilderness, wherever your wilderness is. My wilderness is like my car and my bed. Like when I am like just losing, I'm like, I need to go into my bed. I need to lay in my bed. And now it's more my car because everyone else figured out that it's my bed. And then everybody, including all the animals, end up in my in my bed, and it's not so quiet anymore, because um, they're all like, "Hey, this is a really peaceful place." Uh, but Jesus understood when to engage and when he needed to withdraw. He didn't just stick to the Sabbath, you know. He he realized that sometimes even the Sabbath was a place to engage. You know, everyone got all mad with him. I can't believe you healed somebody on the Sabbath. How horrible you to change their life forever. Can't believe you. You know what I mean? That sounds funny to us, but that's exactly what went on. So I'm going to challenge you. I'm going to challenge you this week. Um, and not just this week. I want to, I want this to be a continual thing that you think about, but I want to challenge you to find that secret place. I know for me, it's the car because nobody, I can lock the doors. Nobody's getting in there. I have that time, you know, because if, you know, and if you're a mom, you know, don't even try the bathroom. You know, as soon as you go in there, they are knocking at the door. Everybody's coming in. Now my cat, seriously, my cat comes in and then he likes to sit on my lap. And I'm like, I can't even have peace in the bathroom. My kids are old enough now. Now the animals are starting to bother me. Now I need you to get me water. I need this. So mom's not the bathroom. I'll give you that a heads up. That's wisdom. Find a different secret place. Um, but. I know for me it's it's my car a lot because I when I'm alone um I can just spend time with the Lord and sometimes I'll just go park somewhere and and just talk to him you know Jesus like to go into the wilderness some of you guys are hunters or things like that what a great place because you know it's quiet out there but you're also just getting to see the amazing things um that God created just you know he went to the wilderness it was an isolated area and he didn't put rules and regulations that it has to be from sunup to sundown or you better do it every single morning for 30 minutes or you need to do it every night before you go to bed. It needs to be this, you know, this place um, in your house all the time. You don't have to do that. Just take that time to rest in the Lord. He's going to give you new downloads. He's going to give you new information. He's going to restore things that are broken areas of our heart. You know, most of the time when other people try to get in there and help you fix that, you're already mad because the Lord's already been speaking to you about it. You know, just get that time with him and he will, he'll just fix it right up. He knows what to say. He knows what you need. He knows what emotions you're going through. When you, you know, Jesus, I look at Jesus and I'm thinking in his worst time, he just, when it was, when he was sad, when he was scared, he just went there and God gave him just a supernatural grace and peace to walk out our salvation. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's like, go take this cross and we have that. And so we have Jesus 
and we can go to God in the same way. And so when we are in those extreme moments, I love, and there's those extreme moments of joy that like, I need to go be with the Lord and just be talking to him and like maybe screaming, doing crazy things. Cause if I talk to anyone else, they're going to be like, I don't know why you're so excited about that. You know? So, um, just, I just challenge you carve out some time to pray and lean into his presence, carve out some time because the busyness before you know it, it has stole relationships. It has stole, you know, your energy. It has stole, um, the word I'm thinking for. It has stole your testimony for people, your effectiveness and your value. I'm pretty darn valuable, and so are you. I mean, I can rap. <laughs> what would the world do without that? <laughs> so carve out that time. Carve out that time to be in his presence. If you want more from the Lord, you want more, then you need to make that time. Man, go you know what? When you come on a Sunday or you come on a Wednesday, that's awesome. Do it. You're going to get that word. And then when you spend that time with him, he's going to begin to unfold all the things that you just learned. I said, sometimes I'm still, it has been a few months since I went out to a huge week long training that was all day and all night. And you know what? Sometimes when I'm alone with the Lord, he just then again reminds me this, go with this. You know, you learn that. But sometimes when we're just, I got to go here, I got to do this, it's great. You do need to get um, taught. You need to, you know, sit under and, and grow in the Lord and hear his word. And you need to connect with people. And then when you're alone, he is going to just open that up. He's just going to open it up and he's going to begin to place the things that you heard. He's going to place the things you experience into an order that are just going to give you such supernatural insight. And it is going to change your day. It's going to change your week. It's going to change your month. It will change your life and it will change the lives around you. But you have to go into that. Otherwise, it's just words. You know, it's just self-help stuff. Make it living. Spend time in his presence. So let's just pray.